Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Set against the backdrop of a physician's shortage and an opioid epidemic in rural America, the providers paused three healthcare providers, a doctor, a nurse practitioner, and a physician assistant in northern New Mexico. They work at El Centro, a group of safety net clinics that offer care to all who walk through their doors, regardless of their ability to pay amidst this personal struggles that reflect those of their patients. The journeys of the providers unfold as they work to reach rural Americans who would otherwise be left out of the health care system. It's an intimate portrait and a moving portrait of people struggling just to get through life and it, and have some level of health care, healthy, a healthy life. It is uh, it's very um, touching the, the stories that are told in the providers and, and we're joined today by the co-directors of the film The Providers and that would be Laura Green and Anna Moot Levin. To both of you, welcome to Film School. Thank you. Well, um, Anna, I'll start with you. Uh, how did you come to this story? I, this, I, let me back up just a half a step and say, you know, I think many people are aware of the the lack of health care in the rural areas of America, but I don't think many of us on the coasts have much of a connection to what that means, an understanding of what that means. So, Anna, I'll ask you, how did you come upon this story and, and the story behind El Centro? How did that come about? Yes, well, speaking of film school, um, Laura and I actually met uh, in graduate school um, at the Stanford MFA program in documentary film. Um, and we're both uh, the children of, of healthcare providers ourselves. And a few years um, after we finished um, film school, um, we started talking about uh, working on a project together. We were very interested in healthcare, healthcare issues, um, rural healthcare emerged as a topic um, for us to focus on and. From there, um, we spent about six months um, calling people from around the country um, involved in rural medicine, uh, rural health care, family medicine, primary care. After you know, several referrals, got on the phone with Matt Probst, um, who is who is in the film. From our first phone call um, with him. We really found him to be so compelling and such a visionary, I think, for us. So I, Anna, am from New York City, and Laura is based in San Francisco. And, you know, yes, we don't live in a rural community ourselves, but we really connected um, with Matt and his colleague over this really shared vision of, of providing quality, access to quality health care for everyone um, and really meeting the needs 
of, of rural communities in particular that were struggling with a shortage of healthcare providers. You know, we, we hear a lot in the news about a uh, lack of healthcare coverage and, and cost, which of course are very critical issues when it comes to healthcare. But we felt like the, the issue of, you know, just not enough people to provide healthcare, which is a particular issue in rural communities, that that um, angle hadn't really been explored. Laura, once you made this decision, the two of you made this decision to sort of shine a light on this particular issue, and especially in this this part of uh, New Mexico, um, getting to know Matt, getting to know, we also, in the film, we also see Chris and Leslie. Is, is it Chris Rouge? Am I saying his last name correctly? Rugi. Rugi. Well, see. Rugi. Yep, they call it the uh, the Rugi Ranch down there. Okay, Chris Rugi and then uh Leslie Hayes are the 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 primary people you mentioned Matt uh in the in the film and they're and they're sort of uphill battle every day and I can imagine would just be so daunting but getting to know Matt the, the way you did in sort of introducing you to this subject was uh were Chris and uh, Leslie quick to jump on board. Did you? What was the sort of uh, that process like for you to get them enlisted in the film? And then, obviously, we get to meet a lot of the people that they're working with in the pro- in the course of the film. But what was that sort of that process like for you, Laura? Yeah, um, Chris, I think was a film enthusiast from the very beginning. You know, you cor- sort of get the sense in the film of this personality. He's an optimist. He's very curious. He loves work. And I think he was just really excited about, you know, what the film could be. And then we, Leslie came on board uh, just slightly later, a month or two later in the filming. And I think that she shared that she feels really passionate about the work that she does. Mm -hmm. And she really wanted, wants to sort of share the importance of that work with the world. You know, as you can see in the film, she sits on panels and she does all of these different things to try to sort of get the word out about how important this medication-assisted treatment is, particularly for, for pregnant women. Anna, in terms of what the populations, these, the rural population uh, in New Mexico is facing, sort of the more critical issues that they deal with, for our audience, sort of talk us through what, what these rural areas are facing. I think a lot of us have an idea of what they are, but I just like, and in the film we see a lot of what the really heartbreaking things that they're that are going on with with a lot of people in this area, but walk us through what it is the challenges from a from a med- medical care perspective that they're facing. Yes, well, you know, one challenge is that things in in that part of the country are really spread out. So El Centro covers twenty two thousand square miles of northern New Mexico. Um, Their clinics are are spread across this vast area. And one, you know, really basic challenge that is, you know, very uh, challenging in this um, environment is that um, the, the distances between where someone might live and where someone um, might be able to um, interact with a with a healthcare uh, provider, and so 
just, you know, having the gas money to get into the clinic can be a challenge um, in and of itself. And then, you know, we see, you know, a lack of, of economic opportunity, you know, in Las Vegas, New Mexico, really the biggest employer in town is the state hospital, a psychiatric institution. Then, you know, we see in, in our film, really one of the, the central themes that we're exploring is the, the trauma that gets passed down from generation to generation, often related um, to st- substance use. Yeah. And so as we see with some of the patients, as well as Matt's personal story, that there's this really, this cycle of, of a parent uses substances, the, the child grows up in a traumatic situation, and then that cycle perpetuates itself. So intergenerational trauma um, and substance use is is a major issue um, in the community where we made our film, as well as as many communities across the country, and really, we were interested in looking at the healthcare providers as a potential point of intervention in that cycle. It is. It just comes across. It's heartbreaking to to see these stories because I've been hearing about the the opioid epidemic for several years now. We I've heard often about how it's just hollowing out the. Uh, the middle of the country, all I mean, the rural parts of the country are being just dramatically impacted by it. And so I'm watching it through that frame, watching this film through that frame, and almost, it, you know, I'm a, there was a, an expectation that that was going to be a big focus of what these people were dealing with. And I say this, unfortunately, that is what a lot of them are dealing with, substance abuse, but it seems like the sort of the opioid part of this story is is just been devastating to these people. And and again, I think by you mentioning the lack of any economic opportunity, the uh, the lack of resources to address these generation-to-generation issues, it, it makes for a very toxic mix. Laura, is that, am I, is that an accurate assessment of what, what's happening out there? I think that there's, we go back to uh, the line that Matt says really early in the film, you know, where he says, you know, there's, there's so much beauty and there's so much pain. Mm-hmm. And I think that we've found, it's funny because we um, actually, when we first sort of started uh, developing the film, we were not planning to focus on opioid use disorder. But in a medical context, if somebody's struggling with substance use or, uh, you know, behavioral health, mental health challenges, those tend to exacerbate any other condition that you have, you know, and make it hard to manage and treat those conditions. We found that there was a tremendous amount of hardship and challenges and that addiction is a, a devastating illness. And we also you know, on the other side of that found that there is such optimism such so many people deeply invested in their community and working on that community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it's an overused word these days, but so much resilience. And so we we really felt and you know hope that this film captures in some way, and particularly you know in the story of in Matt's own story, the way that there's tremendous uh, hardship and medical challenges, and also that 
sometimes those challenges really bring out the best in people, mm-hmm. um, if that makes sense. No, I, I totally agree, and, and you're right. I, I, I wouldn't want to overlook that part of the film. I, I certainly... Yeah, there, there, there is that. Uh, all three of the stories of the people you focus on, the, the three caregivers, they're, they're, they themselves are very resilient, and they themselves are leaning into the idea of being optimistic of, and and proactively seeking out sort of optimistic angles with all of their patients and ways that they can help them mm. get better. Uh, there's, I want to remind our listeners we're speaking with the co-directors of a new film, a new documentary film called The Providers, and that would be Laura Green and Anna Moot-Levin who are joining us today. There is there is another subtext to, to the story in, in The Providers, and that is the lack of professionals who are available to... Uh, to work in rural areas of the country. And I've done a little bit of research on this, and you can disagree or tell me I'm wrong about this, but it seems that with all the debt that these that uh, medical students are coming out of, the, out of their schools with, it makes it increasingly, and this is part of a bigger problem, but it, it makes it increasingly more difficult for medical professionals to work and live in these rural communities, it, it's economically um, disadvantaging to them to, with when they're facing the kind of debt that they come out of these schools with, to to spend time and work in these communities. Is that is that because at the very beginning of the film, Matt's talking about losing people from from the the clinic. Is that a, is that a, is that an exacerbating set of circumstances? Certainly economics is a a part of the equation that there are not economic incentives. In fact, medical students are disincentivized to go into family medicine, primary care, because those tend to be the lower um, paying positions. At the same time, you know, you're in a community like where our film is set, doctors and other healthcare professionals certainly live very well, given the fact that cost of living is very low. So yes, there there is the the student debt um, factor, but I think that there are a lot of other factors at play here. You know, the the research indicates that the best way to get uh, more practitioners in rural communities is to really grow your own from within, is Mm. to try to um, have kids coming from rural backgrounds themselves um, become healthcare professionals because those are the people that are going to be most likely to stay and serve their community or even serve another um, rural community. Mm -hmm. So I think that there is also that factor, you know, judging just by me and and Laura, our our stories, um, our personal stories, you know, I'm from New York. I still live in New York, and, and Laura is from California. She still lives in California. And so I think you know, wherever you're from, you're going to feel a, a strong connection to that place. Yeah. And so I think what we see in the film is that, and, and what's happening a lot um, in these types of communities is that people will come for a couple of years 
practice there and then get another offer, go somewhere else, because they don't necessarily feel a strong connection and commitment to the community that they're in. Um, So I think that that, you know, is is also a really important factor is growing youth who will then come back and serve their communities, you know, similarly to Matt, you know, providing the resources and support to youth in rural underserved communities, you know, allow them to, to take that path. And just um, just to briefly jump in, um, but, you know, generally the provider shortage is a tremendous um, challenge in, in many rural areas. General statistics are that, you know, 17 to 20 percent of Americans, I think, live in rural areas, but only one in 10 doctors practices there. So right, right. you have a, a much lower percentage. And as you can see in the film, nurse practitioners, physician assistants are also helping step into that primary care gap. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, it, it, yeah, that's, I mean, I've been reading about this, hearing about this for quite some time. And I think when you couple that, that lack of primary caregivers across the country, not just certainly in in parts of New Mexico, you it, and you couple that with, you know, this sort of plague that's of of addiction, um, whatever that might be, it, it, throughout the country. But it does seem to maybe it doesn't hit rural America worse than it does in more urban America, but it sure feels like the effects on the community are really tremendously onerous on that community. And um, so, and this film, again, The Providers, gives us all of the things we're talking about here, the optimism, the challenges. You get to, you get to understand the, the, the landscape of, the, of these people and, and the heart of these people. They're very, you're right, they're very resilient. They, they seem determined to, to do better and to, and, to do, and to do their communities well in the, in the process. Um, I, I want to, before we, I let you go, I want to um, let people know that they can go to the website. The website is theprovidersdoc.com to find out more about the film. I also can see where it's, the film has been screened, and it looks like it's screened fairly recently in New Mexico. Uh, and I'd be very curious, Laura, what kind of a reaction the film has gotten from screening and also in uh, North Carolina, parts of the country, Kentucky, parts of the country that would be able to understand and relate to the story that we see in Las Vegas, New Mexico. Tell me a little bit about the reaction the film has gotten in, in let's say, New Mexico to start with. Yeah, well, we were we were able to be in Santa Fe last weekend for that screening. We were so honored to win the Audience Award Festival at that document, at that festival, sorry, the Audience Award for Best Documentary at that festival. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to give you, so we felt like it was uh, it was well received. Um, also, the northern New Mexico accent has been a little difficult for some of our audiences. So the the New Mexico audience really understood all the jokes, and so we also thought it was a really a responsive and and wonderful audience. But um, I think that there's something really powerful about watching a film, you know, with the community that it. Uh, is about, and um, we just felt so honored and so uh, lucky to have such an enthusiastic um, and engaged crowd. You know, we had quite a long Q&A 
afterwards with us and the providers, and we were able to have a little brunch and celebrate with them. And so it was uh, just a fantastic experience. Fantastic. Well, that's great to hear. Well, the film continues to screen around the country. It looks like mostly film festivals uh, moving forward. So uh, all the best uh, to you. You're coming up fairly soon on one of the premier documentary film festivals. That would be Doc NYC coming up in uh, November. So uh, congratulations on being there as well as good luck to you um, on that. So, uh, yeah, well, it's a very good documentary. It's an excellent documentary. And, I, again, once again, this is a story that uh, needs to be told, and it's told well and uh, very understandable and relatable circumstances that these caregivers find themselves in, these health care providers, I should say. It's a, it's a terrific story, and um, congratulations to both of you for your work here. Thank you. Thank you. And I will also say that we are an ITBS um, co-production and will um, broadcast uh, nationally um, on public television um, next year um, on Independent Lens. Right. Oh, fantastic. And what a great program. Independent Lens next year. We'll be looking for it. And uh, are there any other theatrical screenings, or is this going to be mostly film festivals and then on to Independent Lens? Do we know? Uh, yeah, we will also be doing um, an outreach campaign screening mm-hmm. at schools, medical institutions. Um, if you're interested in hosting a screening, you can request one um, on our website. Well, great. Well, congratulations again, and all the best to you uh, both, and uh Come back and join us again if you uh, if you have another project. I'd lo- love to talk to you again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. You're welcome. Again, we've been speaking with Laura Green and Anna Moot-Levin, the co-directors of the documentary film The Providers. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.